Hey, baseball fans, welcome to the Wenatchee Apple Sox podcast with your host, the voice of the Apple Sox, Joel Norman. The Apple Sox take the series against the Nanaimo Night Owls with a 5-2 victory on Wednesday night. Two home runs in the game from Josh Williams, scoring four of Wenatchee's runs. The only other run came on a RBI double from Mason Strong. He deals, and that's roped, and a fair ball down the left field line off the bat of Strong. Carney around second, heading toward third, continuing to get the wave around the bases. He will head home. Strong stops at second, and he's there with an RBI double. Two batters into this game as the Apple Sox get on the board first. That came in the first inning. Williams fall with his first home run, added a two-run shot in the third inning, and Wadanshi held on to the lead for good from there. And the pitch is swung on, hit hard in the air out toward right field. Ranging back and watching this one sail for a home run is Hissell. It's a two-run shot for Josh Williams. Three batters into this game. Wenatchee leads three to nothing as Williams hits his first home run of the summer. 360 feet and a 100-mile-per-hour exit velocity for Josh Williams. Williams gets a hold of another one, sends it out to right field, and guess what? This one is out of here too. Josh Williams with two two-run homers, and he makes it five to nothing. Apple Sox. What a day, Josh Williams! His second of the game, second of the season, and he has the Apple Sox first multi-home run game of the 2023 season. They gave up one run in the fourth inning and one run in the eighth inning, but picked up. The big victory. Samuel rounds six innings to pick up the victory. He struck out five in his longest outing of the summer. The 2-2 from round. Swing and a miss for strike three. He pitches around two walks in the first inning, but is able to retire the side. And the 1-2 pitch is swung on a miss for strike three. Ickes retired. Rounded a one ball, two strike count. The pitch, swung on a miss, back-to-back strikeouts for Samuel Round. Three in the game and two down here in the third inning. As we open up the bottom of the fifth inning, Samuel Round has started fast, delivers an 0-2 pitch that is swung on a miss by Riley Paulino as he is retired for the first out here in the fifth inning. Here's a swing and a grounder over to the second baseman, Carney. Chance for two, flips to David for one. The throw to first is in time for an inning-ending double play. 4-6-3 to retire the side in the fifth inning. Samuel Round is eligible for the victory as we head to the sixth. Nobody aboard as Round looks for a 1-2-3-6. He deals, and then he will get it. Swing and a miss for strike three. Samuel Round faces the minimum for the third inning in this game. He's through six complete, and the Apple Sox lead 5-1. Evan Canfield went the final three innings to earn the save, and Canfield with a strong finish to that game, ending with a strikeout, his fifth of the game. Canfield gets his sign from Nick Putnam. The 2-2 pitch coming is swung on a miss for strike three. Wenatchee wins the series, taking each of the first two games against Nanaimo, as tonight it's a 5-2 final in the second game of the three-game set. Evan Canfield with his second save of the summer, a 1-2-3-9 inning to wrap this one up. Josh Williams, the hero of this game, two two-run homers for his first two long balls of the summer, one of the first and one in the third inning. Did you know that 20 former Apple Sox players have advanced to play in Major League Baseball? This past April, Cincinnati Reds right-handed pitcher Casey Legamina became the 20th former Apple Sox player to make his Major League debut. You might recognize a few other names from across Major League Baseball. 
Marco Gonzalez of the Seattle Mariners, Drew Rasmussen of the Tampa Bay Rays, Ryan Kreidler of the Detroit Tigers, Griffin Canning of the Los Angeles Angels, and Michael Tolia of the Colorado Rockies are just a few of the other players in the majors who previously spent a summer in Wenatchee. You never know which player on this summer's Apple Sox team will one day find himself playing at the highest level of baseball. To learn more about Apple Sox players playing professional baseball, please visit applesox.com and select the Apple Sox and the Pros drop-down option on the About column. We're going to be joined now by Samuel Round, who, as I mentioned, went the first six innings of this game and only had one tough inning. But boy, was he good here in this one. And Sam, in this game for you, the... Uh, the six-inning amount, this was your longest outing to this point this season. Obviously, it's got to be fun to be getting worked up a little bit here. Started out as a reliever. This is your third start now if we include non-league action. You've kind of ramped up your pitch count a little bit each time. How comfortable did you feel out there tonight? You know, I felt really comfortable. I mean, I've been built up, so I've been ready for the high pitch count. It didn't really bother me. I was still felt, felt great in the last inning, so... I don't know. It's been nice. It's been nice getting a lot of those starts. This one here, only the one real tough inning for you. Looking back at that uh, fourth inning, you recovered pretty well. You got the final two outs after giving up back-to-back singles. One scores a run. One reloads the bases. I was a little surprised to not see the runner set, but you buckled down after that. A couple of pop-outs. What were your go-to pitches in that sequence trying to get those final two outs of the inning? You know, I really felt comfortable with my slider today. It was it was a hard pitch, and it was it was moving really well. So I felt really good ripping that, getting it in the zone, and then mixing it up with fastballs too. So just the mixing up of pitches and getting them off balance really helped out getting those last two outs. How do you feel you've grown as a pitcher this summer? We're about, what, month and a half in. How have you grown since when you first got to Wenatchee? You know, I felt like I've really locked in my command of uh, all my pitches, my sinker especially, slider, fastball, changeup. I feel like I've really gotten all my pitches to where they need to be to succeed. And to feel good in this one, getting the series victory, because, you know, you win game one, anything can happen, but you want to take all three if you can. You guys did that tonight. seems like this team has kind of like that shark mentality to them. You agree? Yeah, I, I completely agree. It's been fun watching you guys do that. Well, Samuel, great outing from you here tonight. Thanks for the time. Thank you. That it, was was, great. it was great being on. Of course. That was Samuel Round joining us, and now we're joined by Josh Williams, who picked up a couple of home runs in this one, his first two of the season. And, you know, uh, Josh, we had you on yesterday. It's been a great series for you so far with these six runs driven in through the uh, first two games. Your first two home runs come here tonight. You had six last summer with Walla Walla. Let me ask you, and be honest, were you starting to wonder here about a month or so in when that first one might come with the Apple Sox? Um, I was thinking about it a little bit, but I wasn't. I was some of my at bats. I was like, okay, I just was gonna force it and try and do it. But I, especially in this series, I've just been thinking, just let it happen, almost accidentally, just thinking, hitting the ball hard, striking it wherever it's pitched, whatever. Um, but just got able to get a hold of two of them today. The first one, the first thing I thought of as you hit it was you hit a ball at the end of batting practice. But I think did that one go out. I remember a lot of guys stopped and watched. I, I don't remember during BP or not. I think maybe it was yesterday I hit a couple out, but I don't think I hit any out today during batting practice. But, yeah, I mean, both the swings felt good off the bat. Your swing's coming around. We talked about this a little bit already last night. Obviously, understandably, here today with both of your home runs coming in the first two at-bats, 
were those situations where you know you're coming up almost swinging free and easy, feeling comfortable after getting out of that slump yesterday we had talked about? Yeah, I mean, uh, coming into today, it was a lot just more relaxed and just thinking of I don't really need to do anything much. I just need to be able to just hit, put the ball and play hard wherever it's pitched, whatever. Um, and just so happened that the two swings I took and the first two ABs were both home runs, so it was just nice. Worked out pretty well in that regard. Nice when it goes that way. For you with this multi-homer game, this was the first Apple Sox multi-homer game since June 27, 2018, and your second in your West Coast League career. Uh, of course, you had one last year against Walla Walla, or with Walla Walla against Bend on July 5th. So right about a year and a week later, something about July for these home runs for you, it seems like. I guess. I mean... Yeah, I mean, maybe July is just the year I, or the month I play good in. I don't know. What do you remember about that one from last year? Um, I remember the second one was probably the furthest ball I've hit in a while. Just I remember off the bat it just felt really good. But I don't really remember a whole lot about the first one. But, I mean, that was almost a year year ago. A year, year ago and a week ago. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. The two here tonight, the first one was 360 feet at a 100-mile-per-hour exit velocity, the second 340-95 miles per hour off of the bat. Which one did you feel like you hit a little bit better? Uh, definitely the first one. The first one off the bat, I had a feeling that I was going to go. The second one, I thought was just going to get off the top of the fence and maybe get a double out of it, but it snuck out of here. I, it's interesting looking at the distances because that second one was hit to the deeper part of park mm. but kind of just got over the fence. First one hit harder and then probably a little bit further because of that as yeah. well. But had to be a nice confidence boost for you there. You had one home run in the spring here, too. You're kind of a guy who you can hit leadoff, you can hit middle of the order. Tell me about you know, how that's made you unique in your couple of summers and having lots of success in this league with your ability to be in different parts of the lineup. Yeah, I mean, based off of where I'm putting the lineup, basically just kind of illustrates what I need to be doing. So hitting leadoff. Um, especially to start a game, just see as many pitches as you can, let everyone on the bench see what the pitcher's got, get on base, take some bags, just be quick and easy around the bases and whatever. And maybe in the in the three-hole, I would say, just swinging a little more freely, trying to hit the ball further and whatever. Um, but, yeah. You showed bunt third time up, and yeah. then you, I think you pulled back on one. And then in the fourth end bat, Showed bunt twice, found both away. Did, were you? Was that your decision? Was that a coaching uh, staff? No, that was. That, those were both put on by Mitch. Um, but I was being a little too selfish and wasn't really focused 100% on trying to get him down. Because in the back of my mind, I was thinking, man, I really want to be hitting here. But yeah. at the end of the day, I just got to do whatever uh, coach asked of me. Were you surprised in that situation as a the three-hole bit, hitter? Yeah, um, but I mean, I. Bunning is a tool that I have, so I can't really be surprised whenever I get it. So I should have been able to get those down, but it was all right. You can have them all successful. So technically, what, two for three in this series? On your bunt attempts after <laughs> yesterday, both worked out, but not too bad. Well, Josh, enjoy this one. A special thing that someone does it once. You've done it twice now in the last two years, and congrats on the win tonight. Thanks. That's Josh Williams joining us. The two home runs in this game, two-run shot in the first inning, and a two-run shot in the third inning. Joined by now is UC Santa Barbara teammate Nick Putnam, who also had a two-hit game in this one. And Nick, for you, the two hits in this game kind of started off uh, a little slowly. Two strikeouts the first time up. You recovered later. What's going through your mind midway through the game with two punch-outs at that point that helped you reset and get the hits later? Yeah, I mean, the the pitchers in the first two at-bats were really good ahead. They were kind of, I was kind of behind and like just kind of fighting for my life, fighting for the bat. So, um, what really changed was just me feeling confident and being like, they have to throw it to me and I need to be in, in control. So it was just that and um, put, put
put a few good swings on, and I felt good the whole day. Um, I think the first at bat was like seven or eight pitches, so I've seen a lot of pitches, so um, really good. So I feel like I was able to get two two good swings off at the end. I had that one at ten pitches. The first at bat you had, you really battled in that one. It's got to be frustrating when it ends with a swing and a miss, but you got to see a lot of the stuff that the starter had. You think that helped you for later in the game, seeing pitches better with how long that first one was? Yeah, it did, and kind of understanding how they wanted to pitch me. Um, they went, they threw two changeups to me in my first at bat, so I kind of knew that righty righty changeup doesn't really happen much, but they're going to go with that. So I think I got a changeup in my second and third at bat too. What do you do to reset a pitcher in a situation like that and keep him not worried about the umpire and on the batter? Yeah, I mean just tell him to stay on us. And Sam's Sam's younger, so you kind of just have to work with him a little more, kind of like sit with him and talk to him. And he he's a great guy. He's so easy to so easy to get to, and he's he's going to have a great season. Tell me about that strikeout. I think that was the second out. Yeah, the second out of the seventh inning. Tell me about the strikeout that was initially ruled a pass ball to allow for the runner to reach base. You and your head coach were both pointing down. That was uh, the batter was Jacks Heisel. Did that hit off of his foot? Yeah. Did it just ricochet? How? Because if it's a swing and a miss for it to be a strike, how did that happen? And the ball got down there. Yeah. So we we threw a back foot slider. So we wanted it back foot and he kind of executed it perfectly um it hit his it hit his back foot when he swung so um it didn't foul or anything it was yeah. just kind of hit him in the leg so i was just pointing at that it was kind of i was like why is he running <laughs> should be out but i'm glad we got the call correct a true game of inches because if that misses his foot that's a line ball if he fouls it off the at bat continue i mean it was kind of fortuitous that it hit him yeah it was kind of just a weird weird sequence there but <laughs> I'm glad. Glad he was out. And... I'm glad we got that explained because I was figuring that was the case, but it's just it's hard to tell. But uh, glad you're one for one on challenges this year, Nick. So <laughs> yeah. thank you for the time in this one. Enjoy this victory. Thank you, Joel. That's Nick Putnam, Apple Sox catcher, two for four in the Apple Sox five to one win. The 2023 season is underway, and new this summer is the Apple Sox 10 game flex pack. For just sixty dollars, this new ticket pack includes ten general admission punches. You can use them all at once or spread the tickets out over the course of the season. The best part is that the 10 tickets can be used for any of the Apple Sox 31 home games. Apple Sox 10-game flex packs are a great way for families to purchase tickets to multiple games, even if they don't know which game they want to go to yet. Head over to AppleSox.com and purchase your 10-game flex pack for a value of $6 per game today. We're joined by Apple Sox pitching coach Mike Callia and Micah. A satisfying victory for you guys in a lot of different ways. A 5-2 to two triumph. Not the offensive slugfest we've kind of had the last couple of days, but maybe the type of game you prefer a little bit. Your starting pitcher goes six innings. Samuel Round with just one run allowed on four hits, three walks, and five strikeouts. How good was he in this one? He had a couple of rough spots early, but really recovered to toss six strong innings. The best part is that Sam has uh, – there's some things we can work on out of today. And, you know, he, for him going uh, six innings and giving up just one run and uh, having the day he did when there's, when there's a lot of room for improvement, that's a, uh, that's a major plus for us at this point in the season. His walks early on were kind of hurting him, but he was able to strand each of the first three men that he walked. Ran into a little bit of trouble in the fourth inning, but you guys got out of it. And I felt like at that moment in the game, it's 5-1, to one, one run score, bases are loaded with one out. I think you're thinking – everyone in the park was thinking – Okay, here's a chance for this script to kind of change a little bit, but what did you see from him to help get out of that one-out bases loaded jam? 
You know, I think I took a mound visit in that inning as well, and uh, just his presence, his poise that he had on the mound, that, you know, he was pretty confident that he was getting that guy out. So um, I think it was a bases loaded, one out situation, and um, he was, you know, his misses weren't big. They were right around the zone. He was making competitive pitches. So just his attitude towards uh, how he felt like he was pitching was, was a major confidence boost for, boost for not only myself, but, you know, Mitch as well. So uh, giving him the ball, I really didn't have any hesitation uh, or any kind of motive to get the bullpen rolling in that situation. He seemed like he had a different mentality than we saw in previous soundings, and he's improved every time very clearly. You just The numbers show it too, but he seemed like kind of right around that moment something changed with his mindset in this game. Do you see that too? Yeah, 100%. You know, I think he's starting to get a little bit more comfortable. He's starting to understand what's going to make him the most successful guy. I think, uh, you know, he kind of, um, you know, he's just learning a lot from the, the older guys that are in this pitching staff, and I think that's highly beneficial for him. It's worked out really well to this point, and now this was another outing for you guys in which a starter's gone at least five innings the 21st time this season. You guys are 16-5 and five of those instances. It had been a couple of days since the last one. It was only last Friday, but, boy, it felt like it was longer, Mike. But simply put, what, what have your guys been doing so well to get to that five-inning threshold? Because a year ago, and frankly for a lot of teams currently, that's not something that they have the luxury of having most nights. Yeah, not a lot of people do either. So I'm really glad, you know, our guys are in, in very good routines and they're, uh, you know, they're dominating their recovery as best they can. And I think that um, that's step one, you know, when you're four days out from a start and you're out there early and getting your early work in, I think that's the groundwork for your start, right? So uh, just kind of builds off our long- longevity and things like that. I think we're doing a really good job of getting to a rhythm. I think we struggle sometimes early in the ball game in that first, second inning, uh, dominating, you know, dominating first pitch strikes and all that. But other than that, you know, in those third through fifth inning, we're really dominating and getting in a groove and letting the defense play. Toby Har was gone for about a week and a half or so. He gets back in and makes the start tomorrow. What can we expect from him on the mound? Toby's going to fill it up. You know, he's had a great summer for us so far. He's been working on a lot of things. I'm um, looking forward to seeing him out there compete against this lineup. This lineup's pretty good. So, you know, if we, live pit, uh, we leave pitches over the plate, they're going to do damage. Yeah, it's a team who entering today had the second-best batting average in the West Coast League. You guys held him to just two runs. Had to be really exciting as a pitching staff to see that. Mike, we appreciate the time. Enjoy this victory, the ninth series victory of the win for the Sox. Thanks, Joel. Welcome back into our pregame coverage of the Apple Sox versus the Nanaimo Night Owls. I'm Joel Norman, and we're getting you set for this one with the pregame show presented by Kennedy Real Estate Group, Wenatchee's premium real estate team. Joined now by Apple Sox catcher Carson Owen, who was behind the plate for last night. Hey, Carson, you're off to a pretty good start at the plate here this uh, since this past Friday. A good swing of things for you. We talked about it a little bit over the weekend, but eight for your last 12 overall. Boosted that batting average over 300. What's clicking for you right now at the dish? Uh, like I mentioned before, just making those necessary adjustments, you know, just stay on top of the ball. Um, I was just missing underneath a lot of pitches, and just with this harder velocity that I'm facing, it's it's harder to stay on top, and so making that adjustment uh, has helped me a lot, and now I'm staying on top and driving balls into gaps, which is awesome, and I'm sticking with it. So, Four-hit night for you last night. You had the double in there. A lot of the hits prior to that had really been singles, and kind of around that had to feel pretty good to get a hold of one down that first baseline to play two. Yeah, that was good too. I think singles are great, but also running balls into gaps and getting extra base hits is also good. So um, I'm going to stick with the you know just single approach, just uh, drive line drives, and then hopefully get some of those that sneak down the line or uh, drive into the gap to get those doubles and triples. 
Your first at bat of the summer was a double to the gap, scored two. I remember that one, and I would imagine a situation like that, you're, you get that and you're going, all right, I'll take that for the start, but the game always finds a way to humble you a little bit, doesn't it? 100%. Uh, after that first at bat, I didn't do very well for a while and was struggling a little bit, but now that I'm figuring it out, it's it's enjoyable. It's really fun. And it's been fun for you guys as a team lately. You've been scoring runs a little bit more regularly after getting into that drought. What's been going right as a team, not just yourself, obviously, is a big part of it lately, but as a team, what do you think you guys are doing a good job of? A lot of us are really clicking right now, our swings. Uh, everybody, like I, like I am, making adjustments necessary. And it's getting later in the season, so people are really starting to figure out their swings and, and hone in their uh, swings right now, and that's leading to a lot of hits, a lot of runs, which is good. Another big thing you guys have done is your patience. Back-to-back games, drawing 10 walks in each of them. You only had one last night, gotten a lot of hits, so it's been more of that, but the patience of the plate has been there for you guys. Is it a situation where you're just simply not seeing a lot of strikes, or do you feel like you guys are working pretty good at bats? A little bit of both, I think. For myself, personally, I've been working really good at bats, fouling balls off, getting deep into counts, and that's drawing walks, but also a little bit of you know pitchers struggling on the other side but the reason they're struggling is because we're smashing the ball right now so uh, that helps out too and it leads to more walks yeah it sure does and for someone like you heading into your freshman year here this is obviously the summer like you for many of these other guys your first real taste of college ball how are you enjoying these road trips because this team has thrived on the road sixth series on the road you guys have won the first game of the set each time after last night yeah i'm not gonna lie the bus trips are a little brutal you know you know coming home middle of night um, getting up early in the morning to go out, go out to Canada, but I've really enjoyed it. It's been really cool seeing all these different stadiums, playing in front of different fans, and I, I've loved it so far. Awesome. Carson, keep up your good work at the plate as a late, and hopefully we'll talk to you afterwards. Thank you. Thank you so much. That's Carson Owen, Apple Sox catcher. He's DHing tonight and in the lineup as the Apple Sox take on the Nanaimo Night Owls. More to come in just a moment. We'll take a look around the West Coast League after this. Stay tuned on the Apple Sox Radio Network. Want your kid to be part of an Apple Sox game? Consider signing them up to be an Apple Sox bat kid. The Apple Sox are always looking for kids to help grab bats at home plate and supply umpires with baseballs during home games. If your child is at least 10 years old, has a good understanding of the game of baseball, and is available for at least one complete series, then sign them up today. Select a remaining three-game home series on the Apple Sox schedule and email the dates to info at applesox.com to register your kid to be an Apple Sox bat kid in 2023. So the Apple Sox take the series, their ninth series victory of the summer, and they look to try and pick up their fifth sweep of the summer when they face the Night Owls again on Thursday night at 6.35 p.m. in the series finale. And Wadanchi off to a great start on this road trip so far with two wins on it. And now trying to guarantee at least a potential 500 split on the road trip when they face the Night Owls again at 6.35. Pre-game coverage begins on the Apple Sox radio network at 6.10 p.m. And that is when we will talk to you next. Thanks for tuning in to the Wenatchee Apple Sox podcast. If you enjoyed it and don't already, please subscribe to get updates on our newest episodes. Make sure to like the Apple Sox on Facebook and follow at Apple Sox on Twitter or Instagram. Wenatchee Apple Sox Baseball, celebrating summer one inning at a time.